What if there was a different way to live and work beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never ending race to get more, do more, be more, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, and aligned with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Alchemy in Action with me, your host, Amanda Cook. In each episode, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Edge, and this week on the podcast, we are talking all things Instagram. So we all know Instagram has exploded in the last few years for health and wellness businesses. And I know I don't go five minutes without getting another notification that someone is going live. For many, it has become a key strategic tool in their marketing mix and has enabled them to attract new audiences, nurture potential leads and turn people into paying clients. But for others, we know that that journey can be filled with frustration and a huge amount of time spent for what feels like very little return. Well, with me today to help me on with this discussion, I have the Instagram expert herself, Sue B. Zimmerman. Sue is a business coach and educator in all things Instagram and has helped thousands of entrepreneurs navigate the world of Instagram. She's actually been on the show a long time ago in Instagram world, and I'm super happy to have her back today. So welcome to the show, Sue. Yeah, a long time ago in Instagram world. I think it was <laughs> prior to Reels and all of oh, the new yeah. updates all the new updates. Instagram keeps me on my toes and always has for the past eight years. I always have something new to teach and talk about to keep everyone up to date on all the awesome features and ways that you can reach your audience. Yeah, it definitely evolves at quite a pace, doesn't it? And I think that's that's one of the pressures our wellness entrepreneurs feel that it just keeps changing and what do they need to learn now? But before we get onto that, I, I just wanted to ask because you have a background in nutrition, don't you, in terms of... Yes, I do. I am here in downtown Boston and I have a degree from Simmons College. It's now called Simmons University. Right. And um, I studied nutrition actually for all the wrong reasons. I was... I was uh, bulimic when I was in my young teens, early 20s, and I wanted to know why psychologically I was dealing with those, you know, that awful phase in my life. And I was able to quickly get out of it as soon as I started my own business, my first million dollar business when I was 22. It had nothing to do with nutrition and everything to do with business. And I yeah. should have le leaned into that. But nevertheless, uh, my health is my wealth. I say that always. And even though I do have, a lifestyle that many strive for in terms of work-life balance and freedom to choose. And I just know that every day I wake up, the first thing I think of is, can I drink that gallon of water today? Can I get it all in? And when am I exercising? Um, yeah. You know, move, moving my ass to move the muscles and the blood flow. And I can't be a high level business owner uh, functioning at the level that I do every day unless I take care of myself. So I'm excited to be here for your audience and to give them some pearls of wisdom. Great, great. Well, that's great to hear. Thank you. So yeah, let's let's start at the beginning then in terms of how our wellness entrepreneurs approach Instagram. So they we we all know we have to have our niche. We're hit with lots of messages about, you know, get your ICA, get your niche um uh, cornered and, and understand them well. But 
how can they then kind of translate that into the types of content and tactics that they should be using to attract their audience on on Instagram? Yeah, so I always say that the riches are really in the niches. And it's so important before you even start creating content, um, understanding literally who you want to serve and who your point of difference is and how you show up consistently to really attract those followers. And, and, and a lot of people don't deep dive in this area and really miss out in, in talking to the right audience. Because for example, I know that I serve women primarily 40 and older who want to make an impact doing what they love and leave a legacy. So all of my language and my content is mostly catered to that audience that takes things a little slower, that needs the step-by-step processes. Now, does this help everybody? Certainly. The 20-year-olds love it. The 30-year-olds love it. The dudes love it. But my audience and my high-level coaching clients really are primarily women in their 40s. So in a space as crowded as the health and wellness, I want to set you all up for success as soon as you kind of create that boss bio on Instagram. I call it a boss bio, where in order for people to know exactly why they should follow you, there are four components to that bio that needs to be there. One is your credibility. What makes you the go-to authority, the go-to expert in your space? And the more you can say, I help X do X, and know exactly who that is, uh, the, the more success that you will have. So that's number two, who will who you serve. And number three is W-I-I-F-T. What's in it for them? This is not about you. This is not about your smoothie. This is not about your abs and your six pack. It's about how can you help me with the pain points, me being your follower, have the success that they are striving for. Um, so you want to make sure that you explain how you serve, help, or solve a solution um, or can improve your client's life. Number one is the credibility. Number two is who do you serve. Number three is what's in it for them. And number four is the transformation. So tell your viewers what changes they can expect when they follow you, when they learn from you, when they work for you. And also in your bio, it's super important to have a call to action that takes people where you want them to go. So for example, I'm just going to break down because I really like giving tactical examples of what this would look like. Today is Tuesday. Every Monday, uh, we drop a new YouTube video on our channel. And if you're not following me there, you definitely should because I have over 400 videos that can help you really understand things one at a time. And so um, definitely subscribe and hit the bell so that you get notified when I do release a new video. Yesterday was that day. So in my bio, I change it up on Monday and Tuesday to drive traffic where I want people to go with that strong call to action, that strong CTA in the bio. So today it says, get more comments on your post. Well, who doesn't want more comments on your post? This video is so good. And that is the link to YouTube. I'm taking them to a free resource, building that credibility 
getting people to know me by hearing my voice, seeing my eyes, seeing my smile, and connecting a little bit more intimately. On every YouTube video, I have a strong call to action. In fact, I have several. I want you to take action. I want you to comment below. I want you to leave your Instagram handle so that other people can see it and connect with you. And I always say when I'm on my live broadcast, and I love that you talked about Instagram lives at the intro, which is a great strategy and we can talk about soon. But I always tell people, comment with your Instagram handle and go to my YouTube ch channel. You want 50 to 100 new people that all appreciate health and wellness because that's how I roll. Then go to my YouTube channel and connect with people that are leaving their Instagram handle. That's like low-hanging fruit for anybody that follows me. And the same is true on Instagram. Find accounts that you respect, admire, and go to their content. If it resonates for you, don't just double tap it. Don't just like it. Comment, engage. You have an opportunity to get pinned as a comment. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I have a post in my feed, a YouTube video all about pinning. So there's so many strategies. I'm going to take a pause here because I don't want to jump ahead of myself. And I want to make sure that number one, you boss up your bio and you make sure that that photo represents you in some creative way. Maybe you're holding an apple, maybe you're holding a weight. So it shows health and wellness. You know, you literally have opportunities throughout all of Instagram to kind of claim that authority and go deeper. So I hope that this helped. Let me know if you want me to clarify anything. No, massively. I mean, I think, I think the fact that you've got 400 videos on your YouTube channel is just testament to the complexities of it, though. And it's also testament to kind of how much our wellness entrepreneurs can feel a little bit overwhelmed by how much there is to learn and all the different things to get, to get a handle around. Um, but I, I definitely agree about that, learning from the competition. Like go in, see what's working for other people, and you know, the the, the you know stealing, or not not quite stealing, but you know it, it is right. uh, you know steal from the best and learn from them and improve it and put your own twist on it. Like it's definitely definitely the best way to go. But your point there about consistency, I think um, that's the other element in terms of for our, our for our audience. I think it is the commitment of posting every day or lives every day or stories every day or whatever, it, it feels a lot. So we can come onto that later in the discussion, definitely in terms of how to make this an easier lift for everybody. So it doesn't feel, you know, as a health and wellness expert, they're spending all their time on social media and getting kind right. of neg negative health effects from that. Um, because, you know, that is, that is a well-known, uh, well-known thing as well. But yeah, I love the, the boss bio because that yeah, is that, yeah, the other thing I want to uh, announce to your audience is that I do have a guide because a lot of people miss the SEO, the search engine optimization in the name field. So if you go to my Instagram account and tap on guides under my highlights, the circles, there is a guide that literally takes you from getting discovered to desired. And that's a great resource for your audience as well. I'm um, sorry, by that, you mean how people describe themselves in the bio in terms of how it um, uh, will then come up if people are searching for a topic on Instagram? Yes, that's the search engine optimization, there is search engine and, and a lot of people need to see that guide. Every guide that you create has its own unique URL. Yeah, perfect. 
Great. Well, that's awesome for attracting and and the, and the basics. Let's move on to the next the next complaint, uh, not complaint, but challenge that our audience have. And actually, I should say, I put out on uh, the Wellpreneur community, our, our Facebook community last week, like, tell me your struggles that you're having with Instagram. We've got the Instagram expert on our <laughs> show. So yeah. this is these are these are all coming from them. But engagement. Engagement is a big challenge. There's uh, a lot of people who are kind of like, I feel like I'm not getting enough engagement, like, or any engagement, like, what tips and tricks can we can we help uh, our wellness entrepreneurs with? Yeah, so I'm going to make this super easy for you and your audience and give a little homework. That is exactly the YouTube video that's in my bio right now. So let's not waste time on that. Let's have people take action. It's under five minutes. You're going to be blown away when I tell you what you can do today to increase engagement. It has to do with strategies around, um, you know, liking your comments, commenting on your comments, doing voice messages in the DM, all of that, and then some. So let's just link that YouTube video so that you guys all watch it and comment when you do, comment when you do. (laughs) Great. I will put the link to that one uh, in the show notes. Definitely. Thank you for that. Um, But yeah, actually, just before I do that, though, I would like to hear a little bit more about voicemails in the DMs. I think that is going to be interesting for them. Yeah. So so voicemail in the DM is voice voice messages are a feature in the Instagram direct message. You can leave one up to a minute and it's the best way for people to hear you and connect more intimately with you. And it's a great way for you to find out what they need. And it's a one-way conversation with those that, that you could serve. So it is a tactic and a strategy that I teach. And I explain exactly how to do it in that video. Awesome. Great. And so, yeah, then if we kind of like move on that buyer journey, so we've attracted them, we're engaging them, and then it gets to... Yeah, trying to to convert them into being paying clients. Like how as a health and wellness business, and we have a huge range. So this isn't just health coaches. We've got yoga teachers. We've got people who own retreats. We've got uh, nutritionists, herbalists, uh, energy healers, all sorts of different kind of offerings and ways of working with people. Like what, and, and that is a challenge in itself in terms of how you sell those different types of products. But what would be the kind of best tactics in the Instagram platform to help them get paying clients? You know, it doesn't go from creating a post to getting a paying client. There's a journey, there's a customer journey, and there's that, that trust, that earning trust. And as I said earlier, having your point of difference, the way to make money is by showing up consistently and talking to the problems that your audience has And I'm going to explain to you the customer journey that we take people on. And I think it will help you all think a little broader about what's possible for you. So we have a free guide, subizimmerman.com slash guide. Many people download that from various places, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And that guide is a starting point. It's nine pages of teaching all about the neighborhoods, the Subi five neighborhoods posts, stories, IGTV, reels, and live. And so that guide is downloaded and we have an email sequence after that nurturing the lead that gave us their email for the guide. In addition to the guide, we have our free training, subizimmerman.com slash three keys. It's an hour long 
It takes you through a training that teaches you how to become the go-to authority in your niche. And at the end of that free training, there's an offer to join our paid community, Ready, Set, Graham. Now, I'm more concerned that you take the action that you need to take. Not everybody is ready to buy it, but when they are, they know that I have a course that will help them. And so we know that free content that makes people think, oh my God, all of this is free. I can only imagine what I get, get when I pay for it. The same is, to, is true with our YouTube channel that a, a shit ton of work goes into creating that channel and, and teaching. But we know that it comes back in spades because after people invest in Ready, Set, Graham, which the world knows me as the leading Instagram educator, we have a Ready, Set, Graham Pro program, which is our high-level intimate coaching program, application only, which actually is the biggest part of the revenue in my very successful business. So it's important to understand the journey that someone could go on and how you can turn a liker into a lifer. And that's what we think about every day. Uh, I mean, yeah, at, at Wellpreneur, we have marketing training called uh, Wellpreneur Marketing Bootcamp. And it's it's exactly that in terms of the consumer journey. We take them from attract to um, capture and nurture and then convert into sales. So, yeah, you need to understand your consumer journey, definitely, and build that relationship and know, like, and trust factor. But I think in terms of building that nurturing and getting that, like, give, 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 then offer type thing that you get it through a social media channel, um, that's often the, the, the challenge, I think, for our wellness entrepreneurs. How often you feature like offers that you are doing or programs that you've made or, or how to do it in a kind of less salesy way, because that's the other thing about wellness entrepreneurs. We can, we don't want to be salesy. Quite often, like often when I'm talking to them about marketing, uh, the first thing is that they don't like marketing. They just don't, they, they feel that it is, it is salesy and pushy. Um, and so trying to kind of get that balance right on their Instagram feeds that is kind of like educational, informative and accepting all the kind of differences between marketing a, a course that is about marketing versus kind of marketing yoga or, or marketing um, health coaching, you know, because they are they are different kind of strategic challenges. Um, yeah. How they kind of get that balance across. Um, in terms of building that no like and trust factor with their audience and then moving on to the sale is is something they definitely are sometimes challenged with. So in terms, I, I mentioned it earlier, and I would love to talk to you about lives and reels and all the latest types of new kind of content production that we can do. Content production is, is also the timing because as the feed yeah. has got more crowded, as the standards have just gone up and up and up, Wellness entrepreneurs can find themselves just spending loads of time creating content. So do you have any kind of tips and tricks and things that would help us with kind of getting speedy, good, impactful content out the door quicker? Yeah. So my team and I work really hard to batch produce everything that we do in this business with systems processes so that we're not spending all of our time creating content, but we're spending our time serving our coaching clients. And with that comes planning. And with planning comes organization. And with organization comes understanding what we like to call content buckets. So in Ready, Set, Graham, we teach you how to establish five to seven content buckets. 
buckets of content that your audience would want and like. And we organize those buckets in Trello. We use Trello as a team to stay really super organized with the content of the visual, the content of the description, uh, the date that that content's going out. And then we organize the final inside of Planable. And I do have a free membership for anyone that wants to try it for seven days. And that is where we're able to batch produce and uh, write captions and collaborate as a team and systematize. It's all about systems and processes. And for us, especially, um, you know, having the hashtags ready to go using either the text expander, text replacement feature on an iPhone, which makes it really easy to add those hashtags that people often just get so confused about. And yes, I have a shit ton of YouTube videos all about hashtags. <laughs> and, it is, and it is one of the lessons in Ready, Set, Graham as well. Um, but that's what we do. Do you need me to clarify any of that? No, you said Planable. Please tell me a little bit more about Planable. Yeah, it, I met the founder at Social Media Marketing World and I'm sharing the, the link with you right here. It is a scheduling tool that you can uh, link other social platforms and you're able to schedule, plan and post and collaborate as a team. And that is what we actually give all of our students when they join our program. And that is one of our partners. Oh, I see. Okay, because I think you used to use Planoly, is that right? Or um, yeah, we did. And we switched to Planable because it's so much better in our, in our opinion. It works yeah. for us because we love that we can go in as a team and we can go into our clients' workspace and give them feedback mm. before they post. Oh, okay. So it works for you on that, on that perspective as well. And then from a Trello perspective, I mean, we use Trello for like our podcast production and stuff, but are you kind of literally having a different Trello, um, for different social media platforms or you, you do it by the buckets and then, and then like decide where it's going. So our Trello boards, I have, um, several different boards. I have my own board with my week of what I need to accomplish. I have boards for um, social media, our social media challenge and on channel. And on that channel, we have our buckets. So they're all listed out and we always add to the buckets ideas and they're there. And then when my team and I get together, we were just in Monterey and we shot 75 to 80 videos for Reels and IGTV. Um, and, and, and now they're sitting in all of the right channels um, so that it's easier to pull and share that content in Planable. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. So lives, there's a few more things that I'd love to discuss with you. Uh, cause yeah, I mentioned lives at the beginning because they are mm -hmm. so big in the health and wellness space. Like everybody is doing guest lives and, um, and going live. So how, uh, why, and why should health and wellness experts be going live for a start and, um, and how should they best do it in 2021? Well, now that lives have up to four people that can join a conversation, it's really exciting. And every time you go live, you, your guests will get, their followers will get a notification that you're live. So you can expand your reach through their audiences and you can partner with people that align with you, your values, the products that you use, the supplements that you use, the, you know, the powder drinks that you use, whatever it is that you use. Um, there's so much opportunity. I go live every Monday at 3 p.m. EST to amplify, promote, and broadcast the YouTube video and bring on a guest from usually my community or an outside guest 
that, that will add value and help get more new people over. And we have a, you know, you want to make sure that you pin before you go live and pin when you're live. We've got a whole checklist of what you need to do um, for a live broadcast. And I do have a YouTube video all about Instagram lives, not since the new feature of going live with four, but all the same rules apply. And you want to make sure that you, when I say pin your title, you want to make sure that you know what people, when people come into your live, they need to know exactly what you're talking about. And you need to really do a good job at keeping it on topic. I'm more often than not really focused on content and less on what comments are coming in, unless it's a Q&A, because I do save my lives in my channel. I don't save all of them in my feed. Uh, my feed ones are specifically crafted with intention. So we have auto captions generated from the IGTV new feature. But lives, if you're going to save them, you want to make sure that you have a cover that's on brand or a look and feel that aligns with your business. You can quickly move the live from your feed to your channel by simply top, tapping on the three dots um, on the top right and just move off the grid. And I do move it off the grid because we know that most people like to watch our IGTV videos for two to three minutes. Anything longer than that doesn't quite always get the retention. But I will say in my IGTV channel, um, yesterday when I did go live with my guest, I do have a lot of engagement on that because there are people that will sit and watch an interview and learn from your guest. So I know that these videos do well. I have you know, over 1300 views and 23 comments on a video that's almost 25 minutes. So that all helps with the algorithm and is worth keeping in my feed because new people see it and get discovered. Second to Reels, IGTV is being pushed out by the algorithm. Second to Reels. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Reels are number one right yes. now in terms of the algorithm. So, um, Sorry, just quickly on on lives. Then, Q, when you do a Q and A on lives, yeah, um, because I think they are quite popular with uh, with health and wellness professionals. Are we are we putting the sticker on beforehand and getting the, the questions in, or is it better to kind of just get the questions while you're doing the live? You can do both. I recommend sharing in stories that you're doing a Q and A and why, and and have people ask you burning questions that you will answer on the live. And then on the live, I never have people. I never answer questions in the comments. I only answer questions when people add it to the question sticker. And as soon as you start doing Q&As, it says it on the live Q&A at the top of anyone's feed if it's, it's, if it's a Q&A. So it can be advantageous to yeah. do Q&As for that reason. Okay. So I'm all about letting people know what's in it for them if they join the live before you do the live. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right. Um, so reels, yes, reels are the production heavy bit of content. I think we tend to find, even though they're the shortest bit, and maybe you have a different perspective, I don't know, but it feels like to get really good quality, 10, 20 second, is it 20 second copy, like is actually the hardest, the hardest job. So would you be able to give us any tips on how to create great, uh, great quality? Yeah. Reels? So you can create a reel up to 15 or 30 seconds and it's the hardest thing to do really well. And I care less about beating the algorithm and dancing and pointing. I care more about 
conversion and content that my audience wants. So if you look at my reels, you'll see I have quite the channel with a lot of great content where we're teaching and we have call to actions. They're all branded. There's always a strong message with text. There's a strong message at the beginning so people know exactly what the reel is about. And there's a description. That's what's missing from a lot of people. They're not writing a description. So there's a description with a call to action always. Yeah. And do you have any like favorite tools in terms of like creatively creating those, um, those short clips or, uh, in, in shot is a good app that we have partnered with and a lot of it's done in the Instagram app. But if we need to like speed things up or slow things down or piece things together or add transitions, um, we use InShot. How often would you be recommending wellness entrepreneurs are live on, are, are, are using stories and how they're using stories uh, and how best, what are the best kind of tricks and tips to use stories these days? Yeah, I mean, only use stories if again, what's in it for your audience. I don't want to see what you're eating. I don't want to see you outside. I, I could care less about your life. It's a waste of my time and I will probably mute that story. So best practices are to always add text or use transcription, to always have a beginning, middle, and end, to always think about what your audience can learn from watching your story. How can you give more value to the content in your feed to get engagement back to your feed post where the conversation can live on because your story goes away in 24 hours. And my favorite thing to do is to use the Instagram engagement stickers because you can then nurture those relationships of your warmer leads, the people that actually answer the question or take the poll or do, you know, put a reminder on for your countdown. And you can, like I said, connect with them one by one. So lots of strategies and stories. It is the lesson, lesson six in Ready, Set, Graham. It's the longest lesson. I've got several YouTube videos. There's a lot of nuances, how to stay on brand, how to be memorable, how to consistently use the right colors and the right text and to not like just post a story because you think you need to post a story again everything with intention focus purpose yeah and i think that's like definitely been kind of the theme of, hasn't it of our discussion in terms of yeah have that strategy have that kind of those core content themes running through everything that you're doing on instagram to make sure that it really lands properly rather than kind of picking up random bits of content. Um, definitely. Well, Sue, thank you. It has been really great to talk to you. And I think our listeners will have got so much good stuff uh, from that. But I will put your link and your social media handles uh, in the show notes. Um, but, but we have loved having you on the show again. We would definitely love to have you back because <laughs> Instagram just changes so fast. So it might yes. have to be an annual appointment. Um, but, <laughs> you got but, yeah. it. I'm here, I'm here for it. I'd, li I'd like to um, invite everyone to be an action taker. I, I do a lot of interviews and I don't want to know who's just, I want to know who's listening. I want to know who's here. And the only way that I can know who's here is to have you slide into either my DM and tell me what you liked learning the most or ask a question or come over to my last post in my feed and tell me what your favorite thing is that you learned. Because the more you hang out in conversation threads with those who inspire you and educate you, the more visible you will be in that, that community. And there's an opportunity for you to have the light shine on you when you do that. So I thank you for having me. 
Oh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure for us. Brilliant. All right. Thanks ever so much. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellpreneur podcast, and we'll see you back here next week.